Welcome to Essential Voices Podcast. I'm Raquel Sarno. The COVID-19 pandemic has caused over 200,000 deaths in the U.S. uh, through early October, according to federal sources. Without the ability to shelter at home, essential workers are experiencing an unprecedented level of stress and anxiety. And according to a recent poll, nearly half of all American adults say that the pandemic is hurting their mental health, but the number could be even higher. Unsure what's coming next, people are scared and levels of anxiety are high. Whether you are going to work or working from home, the COVID-19 pandemic has probably changed the way you work and many other aspects of your life. Fear and anxiety about this new disease and other strong emotions can be overwhelming and workplace stress can lead to burnout. How you cope with these emotions and stress can affect uh, your well-being, the well-being of the people around you, your workplace and your community. During this pandemic, it is critical that you recognize that stress, what stress looks like, take steps to build resilience and manage job stress and know where to find help when you need. My guest today is Lisa Brenton Wisher. She is a certified yoga teacher and a certified holistic health counselor. And she's the owner of Balancing Energy Health and Yoga Center in Dallas, Texas. Hi, Lisa. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's great to be here. Uh, Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and the work you do at Balancing Energy. Well, to tell you about myself uh, and also have it connect with Balancing Energy, it starts back when I was in post-production in advertising. Mm-hmm. And I had been in the post-production world for like 30 years and I loved it. But the deadlines were really intense and I think part of that uh, stress and the adrenaline of it was something that I became a little addicted to, okay? But at the same time, it gets to you, the stress, the deadlines, people demanding, wanting things yesterday. And so I would run, like I would like to just go run by the lake or run in the neighborhood. And then back in 2005, my friend and I decided like in January that we were gonna try a power yoga class. So we went together and I really liked it. And I thought I can get that same runner's high without the impact of running (laughs) and so i started to attend like four or five times a week and over the months i noticed that my body started changing and i felt less stressed and that was huge because i would practice either early in the morning or after work or on the weekends and i just really found like this is something that's working so it was then that i thought I want to share this with everybody and I decided in the midst of my career to become a yoga teacher and that was kind of frightening in itself but I'm so glad that I stuck with it but being in the yoga world or being a teacher people students will come up to you and ask you like what do you do what do you eat you know how do you stay fit and I thought like well just because I eat certain things doesn't mean they're gonna like what I eat So I decided to learn more about nutrition from a holistic side. And that's when I enrolled in the Institute of Integrative Nutrition 
uh, in New York City. And it was an online program and uh, it took about a year and it was a lot of work, but I loved it. I mean, I loved doing the sessions and doing all the work involved. They encouraged us to experiment with everything that we did. And so it was then that I thought, you know, there's something to this that I would like to combine yoga with nutrition and offer it to folks, you know, have like a little center. But there was one more key to the puzzle that made it really different, and that were the infrared saunas. It was another way to find balance. So through yoga, I found balance. Uh, through my diet and changing it, I found even more balance. And hopping in the infrared sauna occasionally was just like total relaxation. So I thought, this is it. This is the um, combination of things that I want to put together under one roof to offer to different people. Because not everybody does yoga, but they certainly could sit in the sauna and de-stress, or they could change their diet, and that would definitely help with stress. And I think we're going to talk about that a little bit more, too. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what we do here at Balancing Energy. And... It started in 2012, and I'm just sticking with the same things. I mean, we might have different classes that we've added to the schedule, but it's basically, I always just go back to those three things. That's all very interesting, quite a journey. So, um, yes, uh, reading your bio and your website, it states that your mission is to work with people to reduce their stress increase their energy and bring balance to their diet and lifestyle. So uh, tell us a little bit more about your techniques and uh, what are some of the challenges of stress management and pursuing a healthy lifestyle? Well, um, first off, I, I learned to take a bio-individual approach with every client. Uh, learned over a hundred different diet theories that could help me help them. Um, I have found that change is very challenging for people when it comes to their diet. And so I don't make anybody, you know, do anything. I'm not a registered dietitian, so it's not like they're going to come in and I'm going to say, here, you eat this, this, and this. It's very much an experiment. Um, we do a health history. I, based on their health history, I can, uh, I can see things uh, like red flags mm -hmm. and it will help me help them either correct digestive issues or steer them in a different direction than they, they are going in because obviously what they're, they're they came to me for a reason whatever they're doing is not working mm -hmm. and so I'm a coach I help guide them and so I find that um, giving them or having them first start off keeping a journal a food journal oh, is okay. really, I think, important. And it's huge. I mean, you might be amazed at what you are eating and you don't even realize it. For example, I had a client who, for lunch, would eat a salad with grilled salmon on it. And she got it from a really nice restaurant. So I asked her and I said, um, how does the salad make you feel after you eat it? And she goes, well, I don't know. Well, actually, sometimes it makes me feel bloated and uncomfortable and I looked at her I go then why do you eat it and she said well because it's supposed to be good for me and I go it doesn't sound like it to me <laughs> right 
So it's things like that. People become comfortable being uncomfortable. And they don't really know that they should change things up. So again, I bring those different things uh, to their awareness. Mm -hmm. And I have them start to become aware of like what they're eating and how it makes them feel, whether physically or emotionally. And then they can start to feel more empowered to make better choices for themselves. Okay. Yeah. I also include yoga classes to get them moving because the body needs to move. And depending on like their digestive systems, sometimes I will offer like the infrared sauna because I think it's healing for that as well. So, you know, these are some of the things where they're tools that we can use to start making that shift to de-stress and find balance. That's very interesting. Um, now, well, one thing that you did ask sure. too, like what are some of the challenges of stress? Yes. I think the um, main challenge, which can be stressful, and like I said in the very beginning of this section, when people have to start making life changes, they get scared. And it is really, you know, they get down on themselves if it's not going perfect. But again, I just try to tell them like to just relax and know that you're gonna have good days and bad days, that this is an experiment and you can't screw it up. Because even if you find out that something is not working, you're that much further ahead, right? Exactly. So it just keeps um, less stressed. I guess it's just a little bit of fear yes. of making that change and not working out the first time. Exactly. Or can failure. try again. Like they're thinking that they're going to fail at it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, you don't have to because we'll just keep going and we'll figure it. We'll find another route. Like if this isn't working, let's see what is, whether yeah. it's with food or lifestyle or whatever. Yes, one size does not fit. Oh. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, okay, that's all very nice. Um, so what are the most important things during your career that you have learned about physical and mental health uh, since you began your work at Balancing Energy? Um, I, I realize that um, physical and mental health are intertwined. And it really is kind of amazing. I, when I look back at several of the clients, many of them do have like um, some kind of a little bit of an imbalance where they do need to take something to just keep them calm. Mm -hmm. I think it's also related to their digestive system. And there's more studies proving just that. And their doctors, whether it's a psychologist or psychiatrist, they love when they start working with me because we work together. I'm not going to tell them to get off their meds. I mean, I'm not qualified for that, and I certainly wouldn't do it. But they can see changes once we start to change their diet and kind of correct the issues in their gut and make it healthier. Um, they do start feeling good and start feeling better. Some of them can get off their meds, some of them can decrease it. So it is kind of, it, it's stressful when you have digestive issues. And I see a lot more people with that. That's kind of my niche is digestive issues. But if you have IBS or gluten issues and you don't know how to fix it, you're gonna be stressed out because if you are at like an event or at a work function, and you eat a certain type of food that you shouldn't be eating, it's gonna cause cramps, 
It's going to force you to leave the meeting. Mm -hmm. And I think that puts a lot of pressure and stress. It's very stressful. Yes. Absolutely. So your body doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. And if they're nervous about like that situation, that's just going to compound things. Yes, and with the IBS, you don't know exactly when it's coming. Absolutely. So it's even Everybody's more different. Mm -hmm. So, again, moving the body is huge. Uh, repairing it, mm -hmm. listening to it. I mean, the whole program that I offer is really like connecting with your body's messages because it's constantly telling us what's going on. Mm -hmm. We're just so preoccupied with life that we don't <laughs> listen to it until it's too late, until, you know, it's like we've got a major issue. Just symptoms. Yeah, so symptoms. Other symptoms. Absolutely. Very interesting. Um, since the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, what has changed for you and for your clients? A lot. A lot, like not only with nutrition, um, with yoga as well. Um, and I'll first off, like with nutrition, it has forced me to create programs where we can do it virtually. And mm -hmm. I never really had to think about that before. I mean, it was in the back of my mind to do it, but there's a lot involved with that. Mm -hmm. But when we were thrown into it, the clients that I still had that I was working with, uh, we adapted. And that's one thing about humans, we can adapt. And it did work out. I just kind of had to change the way I thought of doing things or sending them their handouts. We would do FaceTime. Um, and we still had a connection. You know, I mm -hmm. believed in seeing. I like talking to people one-on-one. -on -one, and I find it better to see their face and have them see my face instead of just talking on the phone. Okay. So that has worked out. And it's to the point now where now I am offering it. So, which means I can expand my practice outside of Dallas, uh, outside of the state, and who knows, maybe even international, you know? That's one positive Absolutely. aspect of the pandemic. Yep. I see a lot of, in a lot of sectors, uh, a lot of areas are expanding yes. to reach clients in other areas. And I think the virtual consults, virtual everything, it's, I think it's here to stay. Yep. Um, with yoga, like this morning, I had been on the phone with um, a software company that we use called MindBody, and they do our scheduling. Well, they're scrambling, just as the rest of us are, to try to accommodate studios mm -hmm. to, do, to do live stream classes while we're teaching classes, record them so I can put them on the website <laughs> and have people view our classes that way as well. But there's just so much to it and I was kind of freaking out about it a little bit this morning like I was here at 7 30 getting ready for the call and wondering like oh my gosh can I do this and I thought you've done this all your life with editing um the formats have always changed because of technology yeah. and so even if I started off in film I'm kind of aging myself but really cutting film then we went to video then we went to computers I adapted and so I just thought least. This is just another one. You're gonna to adapt to this, and we'll just make it work. If you stumble, then you stumble. You'll figure it out. Yes. But it really is kind of, t I never in my wildest dreams would have imagined me doing this, this quickly. 
it's been a lot of learning yes for all of us absolutely yes. and it can be stressful so you do still have to maintain like breathing composure, composure <laughs> and just knowing that it's all going to be okay you know <laughs> that's really good so um tell us some more some other things that you do to keep yourself balanced so that you can help others. yes and that sometimes I'm sure as you know and probably a lot of people on the front line know we get used to taking care of everybody else yes, and you yes. do forget about like taking care of yourself I've gotten to the point now where I can feel like when I'm getting off a little bit or I'll <laughs> this may sound weird but I'll come across some kind of a passage that I'm reading or on the internet or in a book and it's almost like I'm getting a message like to slow down and take care of yourself and I literally think like uh, yeah I need to do that <laughs> so I will hop into the sauna or I'll do like a little mini cleanse to just sort of rejuvenate and um, one of the things that I think is really fascinating too that I learned during the COVID during the shutdown I got back into my artwork like I started to draw and paint and it was a it was so meditative and I had just put that I put that aside for years um, but got really excited about it and ended up getting watercolors and pencils and so every day I would just draw or color and there's something I think that's really important too and I discussed that with my clients as well uh -huh. but I kind of put I didn't think about it for me you know what I mean and you can call it quarantine art yeah absolutely so again and I keep moving like I think that's really really important is keep you got to keep moving your body whether you go to a studio or you're just cleaning your house or dancing it doesn't really matter because the body likes to move and it needs to yes. just so that our blood is flowing absolutely. it's getting you know blood to the muscles to everything and for our even for our brain for our thoughts our mind absolutely um, so what other advice would you give our listeners who are essential workers and are looking for ways to cope with the stress and the realities of this pandemic well I think it's important to watch what you're eating when you're at work I think it's easy to go to a vending machine or something convenient and I have to tell you if you are going to have to really be alert and you need to work longer hours any kind of processed food is going to do the complete opposite it may feel like nourishing initially like you've got some energy but it'll probably make you crash that I would really recommend people bringing like a lunch or snacks with them like a little cooler mm -hmm of nutrient-dense foods, foods that are going to keep them energized. So like uh, good sources of protein, um, a uh, good carbohydrate, not a simple one, but like one that, um, that is like a whole grain that could mm -hmm. energize your body, or uh, fruit can do that as well. But I really, I, I think we all have a tendency to just go for some junk food, like when we're in that state or we're getting too tired, we just need a lift drinking like soft drinks or even diet soft drinks are going to make you crash you might not think about it mm -hmm. but the more you keep drinking that or drinking coffee it will peak you up it'll get your blood sugar levels up and then you'll crash down and you'll need more 
and you'll be on this roller coaster up and down, mm -hmm. up and down, and it's going to affect your mood eventually. So lots of water. Well, lots of water, absolutely. Fresh foods. Um, also, like uh, do, doing like um, a green juice during the day mm -hmm. is going to lift you up. If you think of the chlorophyll and the greens, it's mm -hmm. uplifting. It grows up to the sun. It's going to lift up people as well. Um, even a coconut water, you know, um, I like Vita Coco. It will give you a uh, lift as well from the electrolytes. Okay. Um, and then moving a little bit, like even if you just kind of stretch or even do twisting if you're in a chair, little things like that will just help. A little bit of hope, walking. Absolutely. Things. Anything you, know, you can manage. Anything you can manage. I mean, I'm even into like if you could do push-ups at the wall, you know, <laughs> anything at all to get your heart pumping a little bit or to just create some space in your body. Because if you don't, it's everything just gets stagnant and yeah. we become stagnant and yeah. our timing, our thoughts and just reaction timing becomes so much harder to work the changes absolutely. that we need to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all very great advice for our listeners and um, not to end on a positive note since we talk so much about pandemic and I understand everyone is worried and scared sure um, tell us something good something something you would like to share with our listeners you find inspiring or a fun fact it can be anything okay and this was I had to think about this but the one thing we did and some people might relate to this some may not is when we were in lockdown, we would often in the afternoon, late afternoon, watch Seinfeld episodes. Yes. Now, they're, what, over 20 years old? Yes. But we would laugh so hard at how ridiculous they were. And all I could think of was like, everything changed, everything shifts within. And just even smiling makes a difference. So I did a little research and found out that Smiling and laughing is a great stress reduction. And I did actually pull some um, stats here, or just some, some studies that were found. Laughter can cool down your stress response by decreasing your heart rate and blood pressure, causing you to feel more relaxed. Laughter also stimulates circulation that helps your muscles relax, which can reduce the physical symptoms of stress over time. Uh, laughter and smiling promote camaraderie. So it helps us uh, produce social bonds. Um, British researchers found that one smile can generate the same level of brain stimulation as up to 2,000 bars of chocolate. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's yep. really, so, that's wonderful. <laughs> but laughing is no doubt the healthier choice, okay? So, um, I, that's how I would end it. I mean, really, we've got to, in spite of everything, sometimes just smile, laugh, and um, it so, will just change. You can even feel it, like just with you laughing and me smiling, I can feel it internally. Yes. Can you? It makes everything better. Absolutely. We have to find ways, and uh, there, there are a lot of problems and, and struggles, yes. but there's a lot of funny still yes. out there. Absolutely. That we get to enjoy. And especially with the, the work that they're all doing, I'm sure yes. there's a lot of uh, sadness at times. Yes. But, and not to feel bad about taking a little break or smiling or laughing about something that's silly or 
funny, you know, it's, it really can be beneficial. That's wonderful. Well, Lisa, thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. To us. I, I enjoyed this so much and I hope our uh, listeners enjoy as well. Thank you all for listening and have a great day.